last time on Almost Heroes. Episode 16, Fly By Night. The party had finally headed out of Tin Town with the caravan of Underdark refugees uh, headed to Whitport. Cool. Um, going from Whitport, we came across some massive trees in the old campsite that we had previously been at where we fought some of the soldiers from the uh, Tattered Lord. Um, they discovered a druid named Floating Leaf has grown the trees to enormous size to cleanse the area of necromantic energy. Uh, Floating Leaf also used her powers to transform the trees into a natural treehouse community to house the refugees in Brad Newark Village. Uh, we continued on to Whitport to find out what information um, Cedric, who was the halfling mayor of Whitport, had uncovered on the Red Hand symbol that we've been encountering. And we also encountered soldiers on the road transporting a red-haired dwarven prisoner from the Northern Rebellion. Uh, and through some glorious acts of cunning and guile, convinced the soldiers to turn the prisoner over to us. We eventually found our way to Whitport, along with the rebel prisoner, to discuss with Cedric what has happened. Yeah, so um, with that, we can go into episode 17, Mind's Eye. pick right up in um cedric's little tiny kind of like small manor so it's like a kind of like a it's almost like you've scaled down a large manor but it's still very uh ornate and exceedingly clean you know kind of like cedric himself who was a was when you first met him was a very fancy boy fancy lad wearing like very nice like crushed blue velvet suit um, I'm gonna say today he's wearing like a like a mauve or a, a maroon, kind of the same like quality though. Uh, ah, lots of gold, branched out accents. from the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got you know he's got some uh, he's got some closet space, um, but it's uh, the house is kind of like all scaled down with the you know like plush furniture, but it's all kind of a, a almost like a child size. And then there are carved wooden figures of Cedric's making, kind of all around the uh, manor itself and uh right now currently rangrim and glenn are in cedric's library with him uh, which is his lore library where he kind of collects lore of you know sakal and of the realm and then uh we have cosmo uh sitting in the sitting room with the uh the red-haired uh, rebel prisoner currently and uh yeah we can pick up with cedric who is asking uh, Rangrim, uh, so so, what do you know about mind flayers? Mind flayers. Um, well, well, most of the Dogon know about mind flayers. I mean, they're the reason we we, we live underground. Um, uh, the dwarves, the the Dogon were just a clan of dwarves at one point, who um just kept digging deeper and deeper. So thinking that the, their treasure was just beyond the next rock. And uh, eventually um, they found the treasure and it was an elder brain. They was making them dig there. The mind players kind of made us uh, slaves for a while. And that's twisted us into uh, this handsome facade you see here. And um, we're slaves for a very long time and then eventually they gained their freedom through some help of some other dark god but um it was at that point when my family 
returned our worship to Mordrin and kept that in secret. And that's how my family originally regained my our clerical powers. But oh wow, uh, the the mind flayers is nasty folk. Is um, he's like looking over at Glenn and I'm like I seen one of them. It was because I don't think I ever told Glenn or Cosmo that the spectral figure was a mind flayer. That's right. Never told us about the spectral figure. (laughs) I think it got mentioned to to Constable Hunter at one point. I I feel like Cosmo knew. But uh, I I seen one. He was there behind all those. um, Glenn, you know those the the beasties and the whole. fiasco with the bombs and that that bag you really wanted and yeah that was a nice bag uh he was the same he, he was what's pulling the strings on him and making him do the uh things that he wants to uh happen are you telling me that those giant bladed spider creatures were friendly this whole time and they just needed like the power of friendship to break that curse i could have hugged them that thing was trying to kill me the whole time. I I don't think that's what I'm saying at all. Uh, mixed messages, man. Well, these mind players the sound like real monsters. We uh we need to get rid of uh this one singular mind flare. Cedric, where were you going with all this? I just needed to know, kind of. I I don't have as much of the background information on the mind players as. Uh, someone actually lives in the Underdark and came up. The the Dugar's histories are so closely tied to the Mind Flayers and they kind of exist because of one another. The the Dugar actually when were created by the Mind Flayers, of course, as you just said, Rangrim, but then also when they gained too much power, they fought back against the Mind Flayers and destroyed a lot of their communities and actually caused them a lot of, and to have to shell up into these even smaller communities and go deeper. And that was the kind of the breaking of those two things. So like their, their histories are so closely tied. I just, I just wanted to know. And with this, with these symbols, these ones that look so close to the one you brought me, but not the same, the, they're all of other groups of mind flayers of, of, of different copses and origins of, of these different communities, but they're not the same. I can't find any histories of the one that you've showed me, but these ones are close enough to know or to guess that these do have or, or like origins in the far realms, like the other mind flayers are. And like I said, the far realm is this realm that's far removed from our prime material plane, but it's anything that goes there is twisted and distorted and created into some sort of evil monstrosity. That's where the mind flayers come from. They could have been something else. That's where the gift come from. Whatever this, this is just my opinion, but whatever this thing is, I think it probably took the sundering as an opportunity to see some sort of control from the underdark gods, the dead ones, and not the good ones, and seize some of that control and power for itself. Is it so? You think this symbol's older? I think it's newer. Newer. It it has origins, but since I can't find any histories of it, it these ones in here are millennia old, thousands of years. I, I 
there's it could have I mean it could have popped up anytime within there and just not been recorded there's just so many of them but with how few mind flayer communities are left it seems to me that this thing is probably more recent than that and that it I do really think that it seems like a good opportunity the sundering seems like an opportunity for something that's powerful to try to get even more powerful there was a large void left, as you know, Rangrim, that was left in the Underdarks communities within those, when all those gods died, chaos reigned and chaos breeds more chaos. This is just or, another example in which the gods have screwed us over. I want to say yet again, we need to, uh, is there a source for the Sundering? Do we, do we know where exactly this might've taken place? Cause that might be where they're holed up. As far as I know, the sundering, uh, the events of the sundering, as far as the historical tellings that are passed down through the whole Church of the Seven and all that, are that the seven, the the original heroes of the, that consisted of the group of the seven, traveled to the plain of Ao and slew him in combat. Slew the god, the over god Ao in combat. That's that's the short story of it alongside fighting alongside many other gods but there's different reasons for why they did it some say that they did it to usurp the gods and gain power themselves uh some say that they did it to save everyone and there's no really way to know which one's true but um when ao fell so did all of his creations and that's that's why they say the Sundering happened, was that the, when Ao was destroyed, all the other gods just ceased to be. And thus, the Seven rose to be the only deities we have. That is quite a lot to chew. Are you yeah, telling me that some we're, tough meat. we're basically... Oh, I'm not going to say we. Rangrim is basically about to go up against something that took all gods being destroyed in order to make it through to our world i i don't know what i don't know what he's doing this i have oh said i'm i'm going to do anything i just pat rangram on the back of my man i don't know what's going to be worse for you me killing your daughter or you having to fight these god things but it's gonna be a tough few weeks for you man i can never tell if you're joking or serious um cedric what, what, that, you know what Never mind. You you keep going there. You better dressed half elf. I mean halfling. He kind of like he like kind of like raises himself up a little bit. Like oh, feeling, <laughs> I got I got confused feeling, to be a half elf. Feeling a little taller. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, feeling a little bit Cedric, more towards three quarters. Cedric, you mentioned the Church of the Seven and um, the the tellings. I mean, the stories that they've they've passed down some history, I'm sure somewhere within that the organization, they might have some more information as to where we might be able to track down or maybe even begin looking for for these mind flayers you're talking about. Um, do you do you know where the nearest Church of the Seven is? Do you know any clergymen that we might be able to speak to? I, I don't know any of them personally, but I, I know that some of the main chapels up there and he like he like goes over to the uh uh like to his shelf of stuff and he kind of pulls down like a 
a book that it's it's and he kind of like flips through it to like a map and he's like it, it looks like they're they're spread all around but the main ones are the main one would be in the capital of Goldbreak, and the there looks like there's a another main one in Amber Falls, and there is huh there's um seems like there's a small offshoot one in Drifton, but aside from that, there's just these small kind of um, a lot of them took refuge or or utilized some of the old temples of the old gods and kind of repurposed them. So they've popped up all over the place since, and they're they are more common. But there are a lot of communities that still uh, see the the seven as usurpers and and don't allow them in, even though it's the official um, the they are the official gods of the the empire. But um, as you as you well know, but I, I think that. Um, you could probably go to a few places and, and find some if you're looking for someone who's going to represent the, the seven. Well, Cedric, I, I, I tr- truly appreciate it. And I'll, you know, digress, uh, divulge, I guess, this information to Cosmo uh, just sitting in the other room. But before I head out and go accompany him, is there is there anything we can do to repay this kindness? Is there anything uh, you need from us while we're traveling? Anything we can pick up for you, bring bring back for you? Maybe uh a different colored shirt. Seems like you've branched away from the blue. It's a nice touch. Uh, and I, I appreciate it. I have very particular tastes, but I, I do appreciate it. Um, there's actually one really important thing you can do for me. And you, come here, come here. Uh, Glenn leans down. Stop bringing homeless people and prisoners into my house. I try so hard to keep it clean. Just just stop just stop it <laughs> oh what, what what prisoners that's jasmo it's Casmo's cousin then take him out of his irons uh, uh you, uh, you don't want, you, no, you don't want to see him like that it's, yeah. a, it's a whole thing bad family reunions things and, and you don't it, want that a little too much drink and it's it's just a whole thing uh yeah we'll we'll go ahead and use your house less as a prison location uh one last check though how's the how's your your new militia how's the 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 local guard treating you last time we went toe-to-toe with them i think we all almost died so how they've been doing around town oh everything's been everything's been working out great we actually uh we're in the process of building a kind of um militia kind of sheriff's facility to to that all of them are going to be staying at leon and barrett and carol they're all going to be staying there um we originally were building it as some sort of addition uh to uh just house more grains and, and things of that sort but uh we've since uh since you were here we've we've kind of refocused it and are, are changing it into more of like a, a housing for uh them to stay at and be able to like do a quick response if, if things kind of uh, break bad, but things have been really, really calm here. There hasn't really been any reason to um, uh, do anything uh, as of late. So it's um, yeah, it's it's great. I, I'm sure that if you go uh, go walking around, I'm sure you'll uh, run into uh, some of them. Uh, Leon and uh, Barreth are always uh, always patrolling, and uh, I know that uh, Molly and uh, James would love to see you. They actually took over. Um, they actually took over the butcher stand. Yeah, we saw we saw little James on our way into town, so we'll we'll be sure to stop by and uh, say hello. We'll, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll they can give hair, you though. some provisions. That is a good idea. I am personally famished, and I would go as so far as to say exhausted. 
Hopefully just one point, though. <laughs> just one point of them. Okay. Uh, Rangram, I'm going to go see if uh, Cosmo and Jasmo have worked out their uh, family feud. Uh, leave you here with Cedric. Cedric's always good seeing you, and uh, you do look a little taller today. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is. He does look taller, doesn't he? It's weird. It's is it, is it an illusion? Is it the mauve? I don't. I'm not sure. He's His hair out. is clothed up pretty yeah. high, but um, he, you are absolutely making this halfling's day. Before um, before Glenn would come out, there would have been a conversation out in the front room before. So however you want to do that. Uh, converse away, my friend. Well, I have to talk with the dwarf. Oh, you have to talk to me? Okay, well, his <laughs> mouth is covered. <laughs> yes, this is me expressing that I didn't want to interrupt the conversation and allow that okay. moment to happen. Okay. And so... What do you... What, what would you... <laughs> Commence. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we've um, done this before right right yeah 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 let's split it we are, we're really good at splitting the party it's really fun um right so this prisoner um he had what does he have around his like covering his mouth uh he just has like a, a piece of cloth that's tied oh okay around his mouth um so i would does it can i like pull it down uh yeah All right so i would just you know he's sitting on a couch and we just well, let me let me help you with that. He just drops it down, and uh, um, he uh, he goes. Can you roll um uh, roll a dexterity saving throw? <laughs> Nat twenty. Oh, sick. Ooh, ooh. Okay, I didn't I didn't know if that was a that was a that was a good O or a bad one. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell either. Um, so uh, you pull down his uh his his like kerchief around his mouth and uh he goes in for a, a bite at your hand and uh but you're able to snatch it away and then he just starts laughing fucking just like uroriously just uh, ah, <laughs> I, I, I almost had you boy i i uh i slap him <laughs> ah fuck ah. i hit him with okay. the back I hit all him right with... fair that's fair that's fair okay i was trying to be nice do you a favor and yeah, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't not do that though. Come on. <laughs> well, you, you could have. It's, you know, you just okay, have. Okay, okay, fair, you, fair again, fair again. Yeah, that was actually. He would be like holding his hand up like this, like that was a, that was a good hit, boy. But well, I was gonna ask you your name, but now I'm kind of divided here. But uh, <laughs> what's your name? Well, <laughs> my name, my name's Vog. Vognon, the red. Vognon, the red. Right. Well, uh, why, why are you here? What? Well, let me tell you a story about a dwarf who got kidnapped by some soldiers, and then some other people came along and kidnapped him and took him here, and that's it. That's the end of my story. Right. right. Well, you know, we kind of saved you from those gods. We could have let them continue. still in irons, still in irons, not not saved until I'm out of my irons. Well, I never met your friend, so uh, I, they said you was a prisoner. So, uh, you know, he puts his hand out, his his hands out together. He's like trying to shake your hand and goes, well, I'm Vognon the Red, Vognon Red Fury. Well, uh, Cosmo Stoneheart and I have no key. So uh, we'll have to cross that bridge when we can. If well, 
Fuck. Well, let's uh, let's work together. Let's play ball, and uh, maybe I'll find you with some ironless hands. Can you we do make- have a pretty big pick on your back. I'll bet that thing would do the trick nicely. I look at, but- actually. You know what? I'm gonna put it over this this tiny little fucking chair over here. Just like I'm gonna put it over the arm. Just like just hit it. Just just hit this thing right in the middle. Well. He pulls it off of his back. He says, well, I could, but uh, I kind of have some questions first. Uh, it's figures. A, it's a trade, I suppose. As you can tell I'm, by my beautiful smashed complexion, I'm, I'm pretty adverse to answering most questions, so we'll see how far you get. Oh, well, I'm not looking to inflict any pain. Mostly just trade for freedom, possibly. Fair, fair. Okay, what what do you got for me? Well, I mean, I've just, uh, I just don't know who you are. I just wanted to. You're part of my the... name is Vognon Red Fury. I don't. How many other ways do I have to tell you this? Well, you know, you're pretty hostile, friend. <laughs> I might keep you in those irons at this rate, but uh, you're part of the. What do they call themselves? Up there, you're part of the the revolution, or what is it? What is it called? Roll a persuasion check. Persuasion? Or intimidation, whatever you want to do. That's a 16? Nope. Never heard of them. I didn't give you a name. I don't know what they're called either. Uh, I, I, yeah, whatever you're talking about, I don't know what they are or that any of... Uh, shut up. Right, well... You're kind of guilty, mate, because I didn't give you a name. All right, me boy. I'm I'm kind of tiring of this conversation a bit. I could put the gag back on. I'll fucking bite you. <laughs> At that point, Glenn Glenn walks in to I'll fucking bite you. <laughs> Glenn he starts. Glenn, he tried to bite me. Do you want to put the gag back on, or you could use a scimitar if you like. I he just turns it. to Glenn and goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, hell, uh, he can keep the teeth. I'll just take the tongue. But, well, I, uh, I was trying to play nice guy. He tried to bite me. I gave him one good strong backhand. Uh, just to go Your on. Your backhand's with, hurt. Just to go along with the rest of the bruising there. And, uh, you know, I just was trying to get to know the fella. I mean, did you offer him a drink? Well, he... He tried to bite me, and then Wait, we- he Hold tried- on, hold on, me boy. My boy, 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 I have something for you. Come here, come here, come here, come close. We, who? who? To which of us? To, uh, to, uh, Cosmo. I'm, I'm gonna stay right here. Go ahead. <laughs> oh. Missed your opportunity, I guess. Well, that, that's just rude, Cosmo. And Glenn, like, leans an ear close to him. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. That does not hit. Okay, he th- he just goes for a headbutt. Uh, when he I does that, Mike Tyson his ear. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna bait him. When he does that, I pull one of my left like one of my daggers and I just impale his shoulder, just like the right to the one? shoulder. No, just a regular okay. dagger. Just <laughs> okay. stab him right in the shoulder. Ah, okay, okay. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Well, okay, that's ch- no fun. You try the, to... the game is not fun anymore. Right. Well, because you're losing. But we was trying again. Getting redder by the day. You tried to bite me and you missed. 
you tried to headbutt me friend and you got stabbed. It's only going up from here, friend. I was gonna I say, think it's going it? down if you're going to say that. Well, the pain is going up. We're the nice it's, ones. You don't want to meet the third guy's about to walk in. But Rangrim enters the bed, enters the room. The Eric, bed. The commotion. <laughs> I went to say bedroom and then realized Rangrim uh, enters the bed. Rangrim. And uh, now the real fun starts, guys. So uh, when Rangrim enters, we're gonna take our time on on this uh, this bed conversation. When Rangrim enters, uh, Glenn quickly pulls the the dagger out of the guy's shoulder and goes, "Oh, uh, Constable Rangrim, so so sorry, he was acting up. We uh." I don't know what got a hold of me. I'm sorry. Uh, right. I like hit the guy and the hit the guy in the arm. Like you better, better pay attention. I we get a, a good cop, get bad cop, a good constable, bad constable thing going on right now. Well, huh? It's mostly just oh, mostly. It's all bad constable. I heard all the things that was happening. You better answer my friend's questions, or else bad things are gonna happen. Or you don't like the irons on your feet. Answer his question. Well, what was the question again? I was just, I thought, I asked you if you was a part of those uh, fellas up north. We we heard about some group, and I was just asking you their name. Uh, they go okay. by the, the Revivifist, I think is the Is that the what it is? Is that what it is? Uh, what did you say your name was, Red? We'll call you Red. I like <laughs> it. I like that, Red. It's Fog Not Red Fury. No, we're going to go, we're, your name is Red. Right. All right. Listen, listen. Okay. Sounds like a reasonable offer to remove me, uh, me shackles, but listen, are you really a constable? Wrong answer. And I'm going to cast heat metal on the shackles. Oh, the no. Oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, roll damage. 40 damage to his feet. <laughs> this guy defo has stats. He doesn't have feet. <laughs> nope. He's not going to have hands either. Oh, shit. I got his stats in front of me right now. That's uh, only eight. Uh, there's no, no plus to that, right? Uh, yeah, it's just 2d8. Oh, do you want to do you want a dagger stab to the chest too? Uh, well, you stab him in the shoulder, but yeah, give me, a, give me some dagger damage. Would you say that he was uh, engaged? Because that's sneak damage or not. I just need to know uh, yes, how much he does damage. have a significant other, uh, but they don't know <laughs> if they're there yet. He tried to attack you and you responded. Oh, that's true. True. Yeah. Uh, so that's seven damage with the dagger. Okay, so he's taking taking 15 damage. That's, that's nothing to uh, Piranaconda about. So. Um, I don't even know how you would Piranaconda. <laughs> red. Uh, Ah, okay, 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 okay. I, okay, yes, 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 yes. And I do, this. I yes, do yes, drop concentration that. on heat metal, so they're no longer <laughs> hot on his feet. Uh, we now gonna answer his question. Oh, yes, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, I'm part of the Revivist. Okay, yes, yes, but, yes. Oh, okay, well, see, see how easy that was. I tried. Oh, yes, it was very easy. I started with the piece of cake. Uh, well, I tried to start it with the smile, and you did too. But here we are now. So, uh, how long have you been with the Revivist? Red? Been with them about six months. Oh, 
What? Where? Where is uh? Do you you grew up in uh, Sakal here? No, I. I. I grew up on a continent to the east. Came here what? a while back, years what? ago, hundred years ago or so. What? Yeah, I came over here uh, about fifty years ago with with my father and my mother. And, uh, you know, so I understand that. Did you come alone? I, it might as well. It doesn't matter. But I found, uh, I went to the Revivifist because I can't fucking stand these goddamn usurper gods. What? Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, you went to the Revivifist because they rejected the Seven? Rejected the seven is a, is one way of saying it, but well, how much? No, no, no. How much do you know about about the Revivists? Right now, I know the name. That's why I was asking. I knew that well, there fairly was fairly that it seems, huh? Right. We well, know. Boy. We do know that their party member Vagnon is really good at catching daggers. So it's two things. Right. We know okay. Two things. Yep. Too good. He's good. At, he catches daggers. He catches backhands. You know. What do you what do you want to share with us, Vagnon? What do you what do you have for us? <laughs> Hold what, on, what? Cedric. So you hear Cedric yell from behind you. <laughs> I just we had just talked about you. He's bleeding all over my chair. Right. Well, then let's go outside. Then shall we? We can take this outside. God, that's gonna take forever to get out. Well, I just. I mean, I'll pick him up right here by his collar. Why did it have to be the beige one? <sighs> Sorry, I didn't stab him. Glenn did. That's true. That was me, Cedric. But I, I have to say, those shoes complement that jacket insanely well. And I just start dragging Vagnon out the door. He's, <laughs> you've somehow come across Cedric's weakness, which he suddenly it's immediately is like, like, oh, he's wearing like, uh, yeah, he's wearing like leather, like shoes with a big gold buckle on him. Um, yeah, so he's just kind of sitting there, and he, you see him like go and pull, go into the cabinet, and he's like scrubbing at the blood. And he's just like. Ah, God. <laughs> As the door shuts behind you. Oh, he said, Jake. Hey. question. Can I cast mending? Will it remove the blood? To remove I the think blood. I prestidigitation can do it. I don't have Well, that. let me check my cantrips real quick. I might have that. Not positive. And I certainly do not. Mending's all I got. So, his carpet's like a little bit more plush. Still covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can mend uh, Cedric's broken heart about his beige chair. Um, yeah, so you all are now outside uh, next to. Did you name? Is it? Is it Kalogni? Col- is the the donkey? Yeah, the donkey, yeah, Kalogni. <laughs> Kalogni. Oh no. Uh, yes, you're outside uh, in on Cedric's little island with Kalogni. Uh, now I think uh, I think my friend Cosmo here was asking you a question, Vagnon. Can you uh, maybe share a little more information about you, Revivifists, and maybe be a little more kind to our friend here? He's uh, he's trying his best. But okay. I was well, yeah, well yeah I was just you know I mean um I came here just a quite some time ago and uh, you've been here for a hundred years on this side of the continent. And you've only been with the Revivifist for six months. What what changed? I just I don't understand. Help me understand. Well, I think this is the kind of conversation that. Whoop! I'm getting into my uh, my 
fucking Antonio Banderas voice. Um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think me boy that, uh, this will be a conversation to have over ale. Yeah. What do you say to that? I, I we're like, having a good soldier, bad soldier kind of thing going on here. Well, I didn't say, I mean, you're the bad soldier or am I the bad soldier? Right now, you're the only bad. one. You're the, no, you're the bad soldier. Right. We're all the bad soldiers. No, he's the bad soldier. The one that lit me on fire. Grim's always we're, already we're, sitting on Kalagni's back, like motioning to the, what was the name of the tavern in Whitport? The, um, uh, uh, salty scales. Salty, the salty scales. scales. That's one run by Jody, Jody the, the Dragonborn. Dragonborn. The blue well, Dragonborn. While Cosmo and uh, Vognon are like arguing, I'm tying a rope to the back of the cart and tying the rope to his chains on his feet, oh, and it no! just starts dragging him. <laughs> wait, 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 no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's all right. Me. All right. Cart's already going. <laughs> easy go, easy go. And then he doesn't like, go. Cologne does not go fast. It's true. He's actually at barely a walking pace. <laughs> well, okay, so Ringrim just kind of yanks the rope quickly. Well, no, I couldn't do that. I'm on, I'm actually on the donkey, not the cart. I was gonna say you're walking him over some pretty narrow bridges right now. So unless you want uh, a a dwarven bobber uh, on the end of a rope, <laughs> I don't... a dwarven fishing weight. He's, yeah, he's gonna be a bit more of a weight than a bob. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't think dwarves are built for swimming very much, to be honest. Sprinting, though. They are... Sprinting. Na natural sprinters, absolutely. Watch your steps there, Vagnovs. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be the first person I drowned in these waters. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. That's eerily true. Right, well, the last guy got to didn't get to keep his head. Hopefully you do better, Red. And I pick him up and I put him in the cart. There we go. There's nice. Let's go find us some ale. And, uh, let's on over to the tavern, eh? Uh, yeah. So you're able to pretty, uh, like, uh, you don't really run into anyone. It's still, like, I believe it's... So if you left, you went through the night. So I would say that you're probably, it's probably, like, early in the morning. Like, probably, like, 8, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., something like that. It's on brand for us. I, yeah. Glenn opens. Mage hand opens the door. Do I see Jody? Let me go ahead. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So you see. Uh. You see Jody. She's just now kind of setting up. She's there's still some like passed out people, like maybe one or two like of the regular Fisher folk patrons that she's kind of like shaking awake, uh, and then like putting a pretty nasty looking uh like cup of something in, in front of them. That's probably some sort of like wake up juice, and uh, <laughs> she's she. You can smell like some sort of like cooked like bread or like a, a trencher or something that she's also like a soup or something that she's cooking uh this morning for like break some sort of hearty breakfast but yeah she's just kind of setting everything up picking picking chairs up off the ground and oh man i haven't seen you guys in a little bit what's going on jody you beautiful son of a bitch i need two of your strongest chafing nips a glass of tea and three <laughs> ales for these ugly motherfuckers <laughs> Oh yeah, no, right away, man. I I've missed you guys. That chafe nips. That's right. I forgot about that. That's 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 brandable right there. Bring me two. I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's gonna be uncomfortable to wear shirts afterwards. I got them. <laughs> um, yeah, she goes by in the bar uh, and she uh, she wrestles y'all up some stuff. She, um, I'm gonna roll. 
Roll for poison. Pretty good. That's a pretty good. Uh, yeah, she, those are some pretty good drinks that she she picks you. She's her hands are pretty big, so she's like kind of holding these. Uh, I believe they came in like a, almost like a tea glass last time, a little bit of a wider glass. So she brings two of those like a little bit smaller like ceramic mugs, and they're like a warm drink this time. She maybe like mixed it up a little bit, and uh, it still like has a very like floral scent to it. And then she has uh, three ales, and she's like, "Do you want me to carry these out for you? You need help." Oh, that would be amazing. I, I got my three drinks just for me. Got a mage hand, these two hands. Why don't you grab the ales? We'll just, we'll just head out there. Uh, there is going to be a guy in chains. It's not as weird as it looks, but it's also us. So, hey, you know, whatever, you know, I don't judge. Whatever weird thing you get up to in the bedrooms, I'll totally up to you. It's, hey, it's fine. No kink shame. I appreciate about appreciate that about you, Jody. And I like open the door for. Yeah, she, she just goes out there and uh, and lets you set down the other uh, set down the the chafe nips and then hands you the the three and then goes back inside and so keeps setting up. I throw her a gold coin. <laughs> it hits her in the back and falls to the ground. <laughs> I I give her a forewarning <laughs> that oh, I will God, be throwing. What the fuck? <laughs> Take your money. Uh. <laughs> um, nah, I appreciate it. She she catches it um, and goes inside. And uh, you all are kind of sitting, I guess, just outside, kind of where the cart is on the map, just uh, kind of out front of it uh, with with your new friend, Vognon, your new very I, uh, good friend. Uh, before I, like, set all the drinks down, um, set the ales down, I, like, hand the two to my dwarven buddies, and then I mage hand Vognon's ale in front of him. I'm like, <clears throat> don't you worry, bud. You don't need to, don't need to worry about getting your hands dirty. I'll, I'll take care of this one for you. Like, you want to yeah. sit? And I like start to tilt it towards him with my mage hand. Like, <laughs> oh. <right. laughs> do you do it at a good pace or does it spill on him? Uh, good pace. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, he's I, like, I do it deftly, I, you know. I can get used to this one. Well, that's a nifty trick. Can you teach me that? Uh, we'll see how the rest of this conversation goes. See if you even need to learn any more tricks. I just take a sip of my chafing nips. Uh, Cosmo, you were saying. Right, well, I mean, so just, you've been part of the revisionist now for about six months. Revivifist. Revivifist? What? Right. I s- <laughs> Rand Grimm, you're rubbing off on me, friend. Re- revisionist. Like, what did I say? Just Re- full of, like, revisionist? Revivifist? Like, just foam from his air, think, like, what did I, well, I didn't rub on nothing. Well, yeah, I just can't remember this, yeah, I don't remember his name, he's red now. And uh, he's apparently whatever. Vognon, right? Uh, Vognon. Oh God, Cosmo's bleeding at the ears. What's happening? <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, so uh, I mean, you were here for a hundred years, and you say you've only been with them for six months. I just, I want to understand. I yeah. Well, they've been making some. Pretty impressive claims of late. Well, like what? What? There's a chance. And this is a chance. What? That they think they can bring the gods back. Well. Do do you know anything about, like, is it a person? Like something that, or like an item that they think they can use? 
I mean, I and I, don't I, know. I say this. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm more of a, a protector. I was actually. I was originally out here protecting a bard who was spreading the word of the revivifist to bring more people to the rebellion. But I uh, obviously lost him and uh, ended up in the custody of uh, those fucks over there. Right. Well. So. Well, you're uh, not very good at your job. Right. Well. We'll get to that. Your bored friend, did he escape? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell. Yeah, he flips you. He flips you a uh, a very uh, sturdy, but uh, short. Program takes a pretty big swig off of his tankard and just goes. <laughs> um, what would you say, Cosmo? Uh, well, uh, what happened to your bored friend? Uh, well, we were, uh, we were camping, uh, just a little bit outside of town, um, in the woods and he was supposed to show up. Uh, we were, we were, uh, meant to come here and actually try to see if we could get some recruits here in the morning, but, uh, we, uh, we got caught, uh, sometime, uh, about a night ago. Right. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting to me if the revivifists think that they can bring back did i did i do it oh thank you thank did you it. thanks right the, the it's the it's the ale it's waking me up it was uh haven't had anything yet this morning and uh you know my my father he he served more than uh his whole life i as, mean my family too as a as a paladin in uh golden uh golden grim before coming here after the sundering um right. and so did it's a familiar tale to me right to uh to hear that there's a way possibly to bring him back it's uh you know it's a nod to me father who who died a long time ago but it's but no matter tell me boy did your father lose his powers yeah he did he did. But, uh, yes. Well, about a couple lifetimes ago, I, well, I guess just seems like a much longer than 50 years, but I was also a cleric of Morden. Hmm. And, well, as you can see, 50 years have not been kind to me since then without his blessings and damn it I wouldn't uh, what I wouldn't give to uh, to bring that crusty bastard back to life uh, I I there's something we can all agree on kind of he reaches over the cheers yeah. there you I, go like, <laughs> he, he, I guess his uh, glass <laughs> that's being held up by the mage hand clinks against it um yeah uh i uh, to be honest i don't even i don't even know what they're not there their claims are justified or not but couldn't take the chance but i uh if there's a if there's an opportunity to help their cause to help them help them bring them back i had to help well it just seems i mean you know, with I obviously I have much conflict within me own mind, but uh, 
to give my life to something just based on a claim without any knowings of how or who or what could bring Morden back. You'd give your life well, for it. It's not just Morden. It's, uh, it's, it's all of them. Right. Well, Morden, AO, all of them. And yet you have no idea, or I mean, I don't know if you'll be truthful with me, as to how. One thing I can tell you is it's a group of good folk. It's all people that are looking for something they've lost or trying to bring back something that they, uh, they couldn't find. So right. they're, all, they're all broken and people that are hurting. And right. they're not, we're not building some sort of evil rebellion to overtake the empire for power. We're just unsatisfied with our current options. Of the seven. Aye. Aye. So you said you came here with a bard friend, right? Aye, yeah. And you just came to right outside town? Aye, yeah. They were, he, uh, the, the plan was to, uh, was to head in to Whitboard today, actually. So it seems like I'm in the right place. Maybe he'll, uh, though I don't know, he's uh, kind of an odd folk. As have, you have, have you been traveling with him? Uh, yeah, I, I, we, uh, we, we had to kind of sneak past, uh, going around the long way around the quiet lands and, uh, got into, got in this way and came, uh, came from the west down to the east and we're making our way south. Oh, mm. that's very good. Cause well, I'm sure you have some more questions for him and Rangram's just going to very aggressively just sniff the back of his head. Well, I, I'm not sure if I should ask me questions or give you guys a moment. Uh, but um, he is in. Uh, you didn't even roll for an intimidation check. He is absolutely intimidated and <laughs> scared right now. Like, hey, what is what's he doing back there? Well, he's uh, he's got a nose. <laughs> he's he's got a That's nose a seven, for things. Seventeen on intimidation. Oh yeah, yeah. He is fucking you you. Physical intimidation, physical damage of any kind hasn't really intimidated this guy very much. You sniffing the back of his head that closely and what I can only imagine was like a 30 second. Uh, scared the shit out of this guy. That's some weird stuff right there. Uh, Glenn's uncomfortable. Uh, well, yep, yep. Uh, I guess I just don't under, I mean, how did you get in? I just don't understand. You, obviously, I mean, I as as a paladin of, of seek. You know, we want Morden to be be back. What do you mean, here, paladin? Are you well? Are I've, you following I've, one of the well? I the follow new, those fucking usurpers. I follow. I follow in the ways of my father it, for now, and uh, my my father served Morden. Um, and uh, right. Well. I mean, I can't, uh, that's why I wear my father's armor, in honor of him. But, uh, but, you know, I just, I want to say that I wish that he was back, but I just, I, it's hard for me to even understand giving my life to a cause that I don't even know 
that there was any end. I I, uh, I understand what you're uh, what you're saying, but I don't know. I know it's my it's my job to uh, try to bring people north to uh, go talk uh, to the revivists and you know to join our cause, but I think maybe it might be up to his uh, best interests to at least give it a look, maybe but, talk to them. But well, I'd be I'd be very intrigued to know on what terms they think that they can uh, bring back Morden and the other gods, obviously, but him being very close to me, Art, and me father. Who, oh, oh, that just got a little bit unorganized there for a moment. That's just odd. But, uh... I'm Glenn, I'm Glenn the High Elf. <laughs> I'll uh, kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, well, you said north, right? I, I, I say, who, I mean, what, uh, who, I, I, who I saw this we... bird once and he said, follow your nose. Well, let's say we do Maybe travel. Maybe we can get more information out of his friend, Cosmo. You uh, say we should travel north. Who do we, where should we go? What do we look for? One hundred percent using my action to follow the scent of his bard friend, as I should be able to visualize it. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, the main conflict's over by Winterhaven, but uh, a lot of the revivifists are holed up in Goshir. Right in Goshir. What? What's there? A lot of fucking snow and ice that keeps the Empire at bay. Is what it is. Right, right, yep, that, that makes sense. And uh, is there a, I mean, is there a leader or who's somebody that we would speak to, like about joining, like uh, what would that, what would that entail? See, now, uh, now you're getting to the meat of it. I, um, and where I don't really have any more answers for you. There is a leader, but for his own safety or her own safety or their own safety, I know, I'm, I don't know them. I don't even know what they look like. I've never seen them. Right. Do they have a name that you know of? I'm sure they do, but I don't know it. There's no term that they refer to them by. You can't. You call them blue. Actually, this will be a, this will be a fun, uh, a fun little exercise for you boy to, uh, to learn something. Come on, ask me who the uh, who's the leader of the Revivifists. Who is the leader of the Revivifists? I am the leader of the Revivifists. Wrong <clears throat> answer. I cast heat metal again on this. Oh seat. no! Uh, yeah, uh, roll intimidation with uh, advantage and damage. <laughs> with add damage. The intimidation would be a fifteen. And wicked low damage. It's only three, a two, and a one on the D8s. Um, okay. So for the smelling thing, real quick, um, did right. you, uh, is there a range on that? I don't remember if following the scent. And uh, while wearing the sigil, I have advantage and ability checks that rely on smell. In addition, I can use an action to focus on a particular scent. When you do, you perceive that scent 
uh, visually as a cloud of red vapor for up to one hour. Once it's been used, I can't use that again until the next dawn. That's completely fine. Uh, you see a line that heads back out the way you came. That just goes like, kind of appears on the ground, this red line. Uh, right, well, you say, you you say you are the leader of the River Fist, as if I to say- I am the leader of the River Fist. As if to say that all are the leader of the River Fist. Because you feel, I, you feel you all play a part. If you were to ask any of the River Fists, whether or not they were the leader of the Revivifists. They would all they say. They would say they were. Right, so, so in turn, one, it keeps whoever this person's identity safe. And two, if I'm being honest, it's a, a bit of a facade to sound like you're a part of something that you don't even know what or what. Well, you certainly know the why, but you certainly do not know the what as to you are giving your life to such a cause. Other than just an idea. Like I said, I am meeting all these people and uh, all these creatures who are just looking to improve their odds in life or something they've lost. I can't imagine that many negative outcomes could from, come from that. Well, so you, you don't even know what the positive outcome is. It could be under Well, the positive outcome is that the gods come back to life. The, the negative outcome is that they don't. And we life continues as it is currently. Bogdan, but, you as you can you see, were, it's not very good right now. Well, You mentioned you were recruiting people. Uh, if we wanted to join up, where, where would we go? What, what would be next steps? Um... So, uh, let me see. Well, uh, I, I think that uh, heading, heading towards Winterhaven, actually, I would probably bypass Winterhaven because that's where the, the Empire conflict is. But if you wanted to feel brave, head to Goshir. But it's, uh, it's no easy trek. So what do, we, what do we say when we get there? We say, hey, we want to join the Revivifists. Count me in, sign me up. Or is there a, we have a code word? Just, uh, you can say that uh, Vagnan the Red sent you, and they'll, they believe it or not, they may know what you mean. Uh, I think we have as good of a lead as we're ever going to get, boys. I think we, we part our ways with Vagnan and maybe find a check in on our, our local friends before heading back to. Heading back to Tin Town and taking on some of those bounties. What do you guys think? Tin Town. But we'll right, maybe we I hop right from... over Tin Town. Well, well uh, so oh, I got, do... I got, I got, I got something to follow here. Um, so it comes back the way we came, but does it's... it direct us back to Tin Town? As far as I'd be able to tell. Ye you can literally you're following a physical like a like just like a red smoke line that's literally heading straight down the path straight out to the west side of this map currently like straight literally straight through town back out as far so as you can see back out where we came we're going back in the same 100%. direction 100 percent so um, uh cosmo rangram and i put the with my mage hand i put the ale down and put the gag back over his mouth we kill him or we let him go well, well I, I know which one I'm voting for. You're 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 gagged. You can't talk. But let's um let's let's talk about this for a minute. Um, 
if we go back to Tin Town and we don't have him, the constable's gonna think something's a little strange. Right, there's something aloof. So if we're going back to Tin Town, we probably should bring him. And True. just then give him to this guy. I mean, I know mm -mm. you don't. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You are still chained up at this point. But well, I, I mean, start to waterboard him with the mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just like slowly pour the beer onto the rag, so he's choking. Uh, just, just casually gonna commit a war crime. One sec, <laughs> hold on. There's no Geneva Convention in Sakal. Uh, look over to Cosmos. Glint is a uh, Cosmo. You're. You're our moral compass. What do we do? Well, I'm the moral compass. Rain Grim is the whole. Rain Grim is the, the one. Arc. I tried to walk us out of that situation. Rain Grim is the one that wanted us to take him. How I about, thought it was helping. How about we flip a coin? And I pull out a gold coin. Heads, he lives. Tails, Cosmo one, kills him. I thought you were going to pull out the, 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 like, tattered the talking one. one. Yeah. Uh, tails, tails, he dies. Tails, Cosmo wait, kills him. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! I don't like those odds. I don't want to wish death on him. <laughs> Cosmo kills him. <laughs> but so, so, so he he, like the, like he makes. I don't like the executioner. The group like people need to die. That's kind of Cosmo's thing. Right. He's. I. I turn and I look red in the eyes, and I say, and I say, here, here, here's what we're flipping for. Heads, we let him go. Tails, we turn him over to Constable Ev. Back. In. Those... Born, but it works for me, and I flip the coin. And I'm actually going to roll the dice for it. It's like, but how are you going to? Uh, that is... Oh shit! How's this work? <laughs> uh, it's a thirty-five, so I'd be tails. So we're taking it back to Constable Chav. Lands tails up. Looked at Red and said, "Well, looks like the coin wasn't on your side today." And I just pick him up by the the cuffs and then Hold start on. dragging him to the cart. What did you What did you flip it on? I rolled a hundred percent dice. No, no, no. Like what in in RP wise? What did you do? I flipped it up and then like onto the table. Okay, um, he's gonna he's gonna slam his uh, his things down onto the table and try to make it uh, flip itself over the other side. <laughs> okay. Uh, you rolled a eighteen for uh, like a sleight of hand, I guess that would be, or a strength. Do you want me to roll the percentile dice again? I, uh, no. I mean, he, I think that uh, I think that he, I, he's just making a point, but. Um, that's, well, <laughs> that's what he, nah, fuck it, I'll do it. I'll, I'll give him a, give him a good odds. No, it does not, did not go well for him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he got 12%. Yeah, no. So it, it just flips, stays. It, it flips on the table and it flips hundred percent, flips 360 and lands on the other side again, <laughs> on oh. the same side. Well, Hell, Red, you got O for two on that one, champ. Well, it's, uh, it's a good day's journey, uh, back to Tin Town. Uh, or I don't know, you know, I suppose you have a long road to uh, change my mind. Alright, well, uh, Rain Grim, take us on. 
Rangarim hops right on Kalagne. What? Onward go. And then that slow donkey trot. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. So uh, you you head out and you head over the bridge of your uh, your fight with uh, Joseph and uh, the that whole fight with the were tigers and you head across the bridge and you're following this this red scent is still going that way and. Um, as you're um, passing, like getting closer to the front gate, uh, you actually see three figures, uh, two of which have their back to you. And they're kind of like, like they seem like they're kind of like stopping someone from coming in. And then you see a very big figure that's, that's kind of standing by the gate that is very odd. Um, it's clearly orc, uh, orcish in nature. They're very green skin, like just like very jade green. And then they're wearing just like the craziest purple bard costume you've ever seen. They have a huge pack on their back and have a, uh, they're kind of just like holding up a loot that is far too small for them. Uh, and they are, uh, and they seem to be kind of like, like trying to come into the town. And then the two figures that have their back to you uh, seem to be trying to stop that from happening. And you see, Rangrim, that the, that person is completely shrouded in red mist. Uh, guys, um, that's the thing. It's um, it's his, his friend, the board. When I when I smelled this guy, red. Right, that's your friend, right? Hmm. Pull the, pull the rag down. Aye, that's Nybarg. Well, uh... Nybarg, that's uh, really rolls off the tongue. Uh, how far? How far away are they? Uh, you guys are probably about maybe. 30, 30 feet away. Well, uh, why don't you, uh, I'll stop the cart here and, uh, I'll go see if, uh, what's going on and, uh, why they're not letting him in. But, or, uh, should we just try and roll on by and see if he notices Red here with I was gonna say, I might be able to help him look a little different and I take out the mask and I put it on him oh fuck cool okay so it's gonna be random uh i wanna i actually found a random uh race generator for uh D. so uh just for a little backstory the uh mask of many faces that they kind of took from regalia um it is if worn by someone who's not attuned to it it is a, it makes you completely random race and gender um, they turn into a female halfling. Perfect. But uh, well, so Cosmo, uh, go ahead and have whatever conversation you want, but you at least have a little bit of cover for now. Right. Well, then let's uh, roll on by and uh, see what's going on. Then, Miss uh, the uh, old Cologne is not quite quick paced, so I don't imagine we'll get through it too fast. Dum, da, dum, da, dum. Uh, no, yeah, so you're able to uh, uh, mosey, I think is a good adjective for that. Um, good one. For, like, verb, verb? I don't, sure. I don't know. Yeah, sure, grammar. Um, that's, that's why I, I make art with the words instead of on the papers. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so you, you get closer and you start picking up a conversation that is, uh, now listen, I, uh, 
I understand that you're trying to come into town, but uh, we don't want any of the trouble you're bringing with you. You know, this is uh, something that, you know, we just, you know, we're trying to just stay out of all that. We don't want any of that. Just so just, just get on. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you just, uh, you know, you got to uh, make sure you just, uh, we don't want any of that. Uh, and as you get closer, you see Leon, uh, who is uh, now wearing like kind of a cool, like wide brimmed hat. And uh, next to him, you see Barith. Uh, and as you get a little bit, uh, you just you see they're looking cleaner than you've ever seen them before. And uh, so Leon's uh, the the half elf um, who was kind of the leader of the Were Tigers, and uh, Barith was uh, well, your your bear your your Were Tiger buddy. That he you, was nameless uh, until we forced him to have a name. It's true, true. And uh, the only reason his name is Barith is because I had said Gareth for uh, <laughs> Cedric's <laughs> uncle. So uh, there you go. Right, so we kind of pull up to the cart or the conversation, and Cosmo would uh, hop out and just say, uh, "Leon, what's what's going on here?" Oh man, uh, well, uh, it's uh, it's it's great to see y'all. Um, but yeah, we're just uh, we're just trying to handle a little bit of a uh, little bit of Whitport justice right here. Just just trying to get this uh, this fine gentleman here to please not come in to town today. But it, but he'd look at the bar and just be like, hey, "What's what's your name?" Uh, my my fine sir, my name is Nybarg. What is uh, Nybarg? You seem of a, a much kinder nature than them. Do you have any sway in this town? Well, not really. Uh, just some sway in Mikat. We're we're on our way. If you wanna, uh, you probably should get some a uh, little bit better wheels then. Wait, oh, Cosmo, I just looked. We don't have any sway. I don't even know what that is, but it's not in the cart. Well, uh, generally means a side to side wiggle. Well, it's it's got. Oh, a- there's plenty <laughs> of sway in that then. <laughs> we that in spades. Wait, right? What you what you were confusing that word is speed. We have lots of sway, just not a lot of speed. Cologne. Cologne is a fancy. Right. Well. uh... What what did you say your name will go? Not Nightingale? What was it? Uh no worries. It's it's Nybarg. Nybarg. Right, right, Nybarg. Why don't you uh, ride with us? Well, you seem to be going quite the opposite direction that I'm hoping to go. Well, uh my friend Leon here clearly doesn't want you in Whitport, and I'm offering you a free pass the other direction. Fair, fair, and I um I am on the lookout for a friend of mine, so I, uh, yeah, sure, why not? I seems like I'll go with the winds of fate today. What? Well, then, hop in. It's uh, rain, rain Grim at the wheel, or Rains, whatever. And then uh, that's Glenn. And that's. Uh, this is Cologne. It's, it's, it's uh, Donkey. But. He, uh, he's, uh, he's, I'm not going to make a song up, but he immediately like kind of like gets up on the cart and, uh, it tilts pretty gnarly. Uh, now it is leaning very hard to one side because he's a, a, a very large gentleman. Uh, and, uh, it just like starts like plucking, uh, this very small lute and making up a little tune that has your guys' names in it. With Mage Hand, I would be playing the off fret on every like other note. So like as he's strumming, he's just like hitting the wrong fret or like a half fret just to fuck with him. Well, I was gonna give you bardic inspiration, but I'm not now. <laughs> nope, fucking with him. <laughs>
Um, but yeah. Right. Uh, well, yep. This is Glyn, and uh, this is Flora here, the halfling. Is it? Ah, oh, it's, uh, it's it's nice to meet you, my dear. Hi. Where are you from? Ah, uh, Flora doesn't talk much. He's not. Oh, what? shy, huh? Oh well. Um, hopefully, we'll get a little better acquainted along the way. But... No, she hates people, orcs especially. Come She's... on, Kalogni. She's kind of a, a bitey racist. It's it's uncomfortable for everybody. Oh, it's that just, is that is absolutely horrid. Why are why are you traveling with such a foul creature? We're gonna drop her off to the nearest constable we find, but uh, you know, quick little trip. Uh, Kalogni's got to stretch the old legs, and we'll we'll get this taken care of, and we'll uh, have a nice little town for you to maybe spread some more of your beautiful music, which you've been hitting. Maybe half the notes. I'd, I'd focus and maybe just pay more attention to the. Is your mage hand visible? Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, what'd you call her? Uh, so, Vognon. Vognon is very much going like. And uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on. But there's uh, aside from just kind of like scooting a little bit away from her, uh, Nybar doesn't seem to do anything. Um, and so, yeah, you guys are riding along as uh, Nybarg is is trying to tune his loot to uh, not play so shittily and figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> um, can I give Donkey guidance to make us go faster? <laughs> That's awesome. Sure. Sick. Help us get there. Like, like how fast? Is this gonna happen here? I mean, the just if the donkey has to make a skill check, it gets a D four. <laughs> for RP's sake. For RP's sake, I'm just like that's a good donkey, and I'm giving I'm giving Kalogna guy. It, in my head, it's a female donkey. I have no idea why. Uh. But Kalogna, yeah, the, sure. the donkey. So, so I just want to be clear. So. What is the plan? You all are going back to Tin Town to turn Vognon in, or do you have another plan in mind? Or are you just like just riding for the fucking hell of it right now? Well, uh, I think the plan is to turn Vognon in, and but, then we had a bunch of quests to go on next, but I don't know what. So uh, basically, I mean, we were looking for the Bard, found the Bard a little faster found than the we bard. <laughs> expected. Yep. <laughs> A little faster than we expected, if I'm being completely honest. Hey, life is a mystery. Um, follow your nose. So as uh, as we're hoping along the guidance for the donkey, so important things. Donkey yeah. guidance. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I'll say that it goes probably fifty percent faster because of that. Glenn looks at Nibarks. Uh, so, traveling bards, uh, pretty common around here. Why why wouldn't they let you into Whitport? What was the the whole issue with that seems like a pretty common thing to have a, a nice little bard strumming some tunes in a bar. That's exactly my point. I didn't think there'd be any problem. They seem to have uh, some conflict with my uh, with my content, unfortunately. I, as you see, I am actually singing for the the north. It's the the freedom of the tyranny from the seven gods and many people don't seem to find that to be particularly appetizing 
Ah, uh, you uh, one of them revivifists? Um, maybe. Insight check. It's a fifteen. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, he rolled a six. So. But well, uh, you might want to be a little bit more honest. So, go ahead, continue. Yes, yes, I may be, I may be, trying to bring a little bit of attention to the revivifists, but I mean, what? We're all part of it. Right. Well, the revivifists, right? So they uh, believe in. Uh, what, they don't like the new seven, right? That's, I'm a bit new to this. I'm I'm I've I'm today years old about the revivivist, as you know. Uh, it is um it is does seem like they've been getting a little bit more attention as of as of late, but uh they've been around for quite some time. I've been helping swell their ranks for several years now. Right, yeah, right. So sometime likely after the sundering, if I understand it correctly. And uh, they, I mean, I mean, I, this is just what I've heard, that they have some mysterious way to bring back Morden and the other god. Is that true? That is the plan. Insight check. I rolled a ten. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you, you don't really pick anything up. You, you believe that what he's saying is true. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I don't know. I just, if, do you, like, how do they intend to do such a wild and crazy thing? I think that if you were going to be getting a little bit more information, it probably should be from going up there and speaking to the group in, in person, but it's not really my place. I'm just a humble bard trying to uh, turn some attention in the right direction, but... If you were to go up there and you were to say that uh, Nybark had sent you, then I'm sure that you would find the information you're looking for. Well, do I just... They... I mean, I... Obviously, like, without going into me backstory, it's... I, we would be to Tintown and back, but, uh... Oh, you're from Tintown. I, uh, heard, but I haven't been. But, yep, I, uh, moved here from Nuwata when I was a wee lad and um but uh you know the idea of somebody being able to bring back the old gods is uh very insightful and uh I just don't understand how and why I would give me life to something that is make such a uh, large claim with no idea how like if they were going to, why don't they? What do they? What do they seek? What do they need? If if uh, if it's if if they don't, you know what I mean? I I just I don't understand. Listen, I understand. It's it's a big claim. It's it's large. It's huge. It's the biggest thing that could possibly be. But they believe the gods aren't dead. Actually, they believe that there's a way. There, Aye. there's some way that they were tied to Ao and. That unmaking was not as much of an unmaking as it possible as it was understood to be. They believe that there's a way to, if 
like I said, I I don't know that much, but they there's there's claims and they there's a plan that is being slowly and meticulously carried out. And as we gain power and as more people join the Revivifist, it becomes easier to kind of accomplish. But the plan is that God's not as dead as we thought. And if we can bring back that which removed them from us, that connection, that tether, then hopefully they can return to us. All right. Well, uh, say we travel north to, uh, where is it? Goshir would be oh, where right. I would head. It is, uh, I will not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, uh, it's pretty tricky traveling, but if you're able to make it there and you will be met with uh, open arms. They're kind people that are up there, people that just want to make this a better world, people that lost a lot. Right, is, uh, so Goshir, I've never, obviously, Whitport is his, since, uh, since reaching, uh, Sokol, this is the farthest I've traveled. And, uh, is Goshir, is it like, a underground there, or is it much more free? Like, how would I know I'm in the right place and I don't end up in, like, at Irons trying to walk around looking for, to try and join the Revivivist? Goshir is a little bit tricky to find, but I... I think you'll be able to find your way. It's just look for the biggest and most impressive glacier in that region. The just a giant hunk of ice, and at the base of it, you'll find Goshir. Well, uh, that sounds a lot like uh, that red fellow that we met was telling us about back in, in Whitport. Remember that, boys? But yep, yeah, I remember Red. He's the yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him too. You ever hear of anyone named Red? Red? Well, I don't think that was his name. That was because he had a weird name and I couldn't say it. Vagabond. Who's a Vagabond? Vagabond? Short guy. Well, he's a dwarf. Red hair. Red. 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 Yep. He was a spicy attitude. Spice is I'm... good word for it. But He's, um... That's, uh, it's curious. I, that we were only separated. That was actually the companion I was traveling with. We were only separated less than a day ago. So, don't well, know I mean, how he could have made it over to Tin Town. That seems a little oh, bit. Oh, that's weird. We were. Nah, he was over, he was over in Whitport. We just had a beer with him at the, the Salty Scales. Is that who you were going to meet? They let him in. He just probably kept his mouth shut about the whole Revivist thing. But. Oh, yeah, if that's the case, we should, um, maybe you all could go in and I can hide underneath, uh, something in the cart and we can, we can get right into town. Well, uh, I know you're new to this traveling group, but it's one thing that Rangram always says about Cologne is once she gets going, she ain't stopping. She's got no rear view, only forward, nope. so. Runaway can, train never coming back, I get it, I totally can, get it. We can slow down and let you off now, Whoa. and, uh. Great. All here on a one-way track. <laughs> but, well, or you can just... I kill the DM. Or uh, you can God, tuck... That's it. You and can that's the end of the Almost Heroes. You can uh, tuck and roll if you feel in it. We can just... Uh, could let you out now, and uh, you could cover the half day's travel back on foot. But uh, otherwise, we're going to Tin Town, and you can maybe catch the next carriage on the way back. 
Well, I guess, like I said, winds of fate and all of that. So, since you're from Timtown, how um, how available to new ideas does it seem like that town is? Well, Not we just very. yeah, we just kind of brought down its whole economy. Uh, the well, I wouldn't say that. It was more just the meat butcher block, and uh, no, that was Whitport. Whitport was that. No, we, we, we hurt their economy. We destroyed Tin Town's economy. Right. No, I didn't destroy Tin Town's. The, the whatever those beasts coming out of the Underdark were destroying Tin Town. That's true. Well, okay. Sounds, so sounds there's like a lot going have, on in Tin Town. Yeah, sounds like you all have um, been quite busy on the uh, probably the low end of the spectrum there of, as right. far as people's approval. Right. So I can't imagine that you do pull much weight in Tin Town. Well, I mean, uh, I, he technically owns it. But uh, that's me. You own a town that you destroyed its own economy? I did. Like I said, I didn't destroy it. it. There was monsters, huge ones, coming out of the Underdark. We were fighting like them. This big? No, like bigger than the horse. These trees. Just, just... But it was, it was huge. It was, it was pretty big. But uh... well, uh, Nybar, you've been. I, I want to stay honest with us, so I guess we, we kind of owe you that same respect. And I reach over and I pull the mask off Flora, revealing red. And it goes, mm. 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 We, we lied a little bit about the, maybe the... A little bit? The, That's a quite a big lie. We, may, we lied a little bit maybe about the name, but she, he is pretty bitey. I mean, be careful when you remove the... Yeah, nope, nope. he he might reach out and try and bite you like he did me. I all we did was save him from those gods, and he tried to bite me. I think we ran into a nasty case of miscommunication, but we'll uh, you guys aren't here to hurt anybody. You guys are here just to spread a message, and we we don't have any more answers than you guys do. So, and I like cut the cut the bandage off his face, the gag, and then I start to pick at the the locks on his hands. Oh, dope. And he starts cussing at you immediately as soon as that thing comes off and then he's uh and then he stops cuz you're picking at his you're picking with his locks. Well, I got well, a 20 uh, to pick the lock. Red. You... Oh. No, sorry, 15. 15 to pick the lock. Um yeah, so I'll say that they're they're pretty simplistic locks and so you're able to uh with a little bit of effort uh cuz he's kind of moving around you're able to pick all four locks that are on these things. And, um and so he does the thing that everyone does and goes like I stings especially because of this whatever the fuck lit the, these things on fire when I was wearing them. That was me. I, that was it's a good the one. one. The one on the donkey. I, yeah. I used to have powers like that. Back in the day, what, what, uh, what false god do you play, pray to? Um, it's the one uh, you probably haven't heard about him. He's new in this, in this, in this scene. Aye, well, fuck him then, huh? Yeah, yeah, fuck him indeed. (laughs) 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 Um, And no more powers. For anyone listening, uh, on the podcast later, uh, uh, Rangram just looked down immediately <laughs> as if he was trying to avoid eye contact. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Well, since the, uh, seems like the gang is all here now, 
seems like maybe we don't need to go to Tin Town. Yeah, I'd uh, recommend that you guys don't because there's an angry elf looking for our red friend here. Uh, and I don't think if you guys make it into town, you'll be getting out of town. So if I were to give any type of suggestions, I would say head north. And if you do keep going east, stay away from the giant trees. Or I have another proposition for you. You seem curious about the Revivists and what we are trying to offer. And uh, as you were able to, I've already seen some pretty impressive things from the three of you. Why don't you just accompany us? We can head north together. Well, I'll be completely honest. I don't have a real reason not to. Uh, Fellas, what do you guys have in mind? I know Cosmo had a little bit of work you need to tidy up back in town before we truly part ways. It sounds a lot better than my idea going back to Tin Town, where I had this big-ass orc kick my ass so it didn't look as uh, sketchy that we didn't show up with a prisoner. Right. Smart idea. Smart idea. Well, uh, I did need to uh, check back in. Uh, I'm sure whatever's there can wait. You can always send a letter. I don't think so. Persuasion. Oh, it's a nat one. That was a shitty persuasion. <laughs> um, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nat one persuasion is whenever you get in a fight the... and you tell the other person to chill. It's yeah. that's a nat one. Hundred percent. It just makes them matter. Yeah. Well, you just. I don't know why you just said that, but don't. <laughs> no, I mean he was. It was not like he was trying to Jedi mind trick you. He was just saying to you that you could just send a letter and you don't have to go back to town. Well, I I do actually. I I I do. So uh, you're welcome to accompany, accompany us, I suppose, on a cart, but uh, we do need to. Well, I, um, hmm, strange. I thought that there were three people here, and two of them said that they kind of wanted to go north. It's odd. It's, uh, unless, you know, it's been a while since I was in class, so it's, um, I can count again. That's fine. They can do whatever they so please. They're humans amongst themselves. The ultimate party split. Yes, sit like towns. <laughs> Let's put miles between us. I don't. I don't think that uh, at this point, Mister Nightingale, this is not a decision that'll be made in your company. Hey, you've been hanging out with me for too long, Glenn. Give that dwarf the mask again. And uh, uh, hey, um, orc guy, I need you to. I need you to kick the shit out of me real quick. I'll be fine. It's it's this weird thing that he does. It, it It's actually okay. It, it, it'll actually make you feel a lot better there, Nybark. It's going to make know. us going back there a lot easier, I think. Or, um, who cares? I'm not going to lie. I've, um, hmm. I've made money doing some pretty suspect things in the past. I've, uh, but, my dear sir, I am not going to be uh, beating the shit out of you today. Well, just bloody me up. Couple blows to the face. It's all on a just. You know what? You know what? I know someone who probably would really enjoy that. And he kind of just steps to the side, and Red is already throwing a fist and hits you uh, right I was in the fucking to avoid face. That. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um. So 
That's only it's only a fifteen. So he also I think he misses. That um, would that would absolutely miss my AC. But I'm but, also not at, at in any way yeah, trying to avoid. You can choose it. to take the hit. Okay. Okay. I'm just yes. Like, uh, yep. I didn't want him to be the one to do it, but I'm just kind of taking it on the chin. So on our combat, is it just a D1 plus something? It's plus? a it's a D4 plus strength modifier. Okay. okay. Yep. That's a nice healthy six damage. That's a, yep. <laughs> it's a black um, eye at least. Yeah. So he he gets you right like right in the um the I guess you're wearing the monocle because it's daytime now. He hits you right in the monocle and it just like kind of like digs deep in your face like when you get hit in the glasses and it like just like immediately is just like whoop, and swells up and your monocle is kind of like sticking out a little bit now um, and uh, right. it's a nice nice shiner <laughs> uh, one more run it <laughs> we gotta make it look good if they even remotely think that we didn't put up a fight we're all gonna be in trouble he, spits, he goes I you're making this too easy on me. And he grabs the front of your shirt and just fucking headbutts you right in the mouth. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, and that's going to be another five damage. Ouch. <laughs> that's, that's like a lot of damage that I just took on purpose. Uh, as we're, uh, I mean, guessing we're getting close to Tin Town again. Um no, you're not anywhere near it. Um, if you like, you would have to sleep if uh, along the way if you were going to do that. And they they want to get off, so I, I kind of paused it. You guys were maybe a fourth of the way to on their journey by the time this this paused. In, in my eyes, paused. anyway. Okay. Uh, I mean, you're not stopped. It just we just we aren't fast traveling at this point. You're having a conversation. You're in IR, You're in real time. Because okay. they want to get off and and and, and leave, um, but uh, if 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 you guys aren't going with them, oh, they're heading north. They're not going with us to Tin Town. So no, <laughs> Rangrim's guys ass kicked for no reason. Tight. Oh no, uh, I no. want to get my ass kicked. So when we show up without a prisoner that I said I took, gotcha. Yeah. If you don't mind adding a little bit of time to your journey, if we just there's some nice. There's some nice camping spots. If we just go a little bit north into the quiet lands, there's plenty of great places to spend the night. If you, seems like it's gonna be, we're gonna be camping out anyway. So maybe, maybe a night to think it over before deciding to head back. What do you think? Spend some time, some good company. I can play some songs. Red will stop punching you, and uh, you know maybe we can all, all make some new friends. Inside check. Definitely an insight check. Sure. Also, insight check. Well, I hope you guys roll better than I did because I got a big old one. I have a 17. Mine's a nine. Yeah, I mean, you're. He seems like this guy is a fucking salesman and like he is just trying to get more time with you all. Like, absolutely. Like, he doesn't seem like he's malicious. And his intent in any way, shape, or form. He is a performer and a salesman, and he's absolutely just trying to get more time, more face time with you all before you guys part ways to see if he can try to convince you. He feels like he's close, and he's just trying to get you the rest of the way. Well, I think uh, that sounds like a great idea. I'm personally exhausted and would love to get uh, whatever the hell my people call sleep. So let's uh, let's find a nice little shady camp spot and set up. Yep. Ivar, you want to, I guess, lead the way? Yeah, um, actually, 
if we want to just, and he kind of like directs, uh, gives you a little bit of direction and um, maybe like maybe another hour into uh, the quiet lands and, and the quiet lands is like an area that you haven't really been into much. It's not very forested. It's more like rolling Hills. And then these like pretty, like pretty big boulders and these other like, kind of like, there's just like these hillocks think very much like um, not Shire like that esque of like these big kind of very round hills that kind of askew the view like sometimes um but it's not like extremely it's it's also extremely flat in some areas so it's hilly and rocks and and, and flat but the area you're in is like this this area that like this hill kind of comes up and stops and then it just has it makes for this nice kind of covering underneath it and then there's this like big stone that's kind of like crossing over that as well and so it makes this nice like kind of covered uh cave underneath it it's not really a cave it doesn't go very doesn't go deep in it's just kind of like an alcove and you can see that it's blackened on the other side from like people having fires and there's a pretty big fire pit that's actually down below um and so uh and obviously it's not lit doesn't seem it seems like it's well used uh this is a common camping spot for people that are traveling through but it's well enough off the road and and, and skewed enough by the hills that it's not visible from the road and you're probably like a good half hour off of the actual main road uh for to like from between tin town and whitport you like it, it so it's it's daytime right now um it's 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 not that late it's it's probably like maybe actually you know what yeah yeah no it would probably be like midday uh so you you kind of are like you don't see anything but that doesn't mean you're any less terrified you're like this is not a good vantage point you're like low like kind of like there's lots of high ground around you you don't feel good about it you're like she could be fucking anywhere this is fucking bullshit so Uh, like as as glenn's kind of like nervously looking around he like come here lean in he like leans in over to nigar and goes she's everywhere and just leans back (laughs) who's everywhere and he like pulls on his ears like you get it now I, I am not, I think that you all would be a wonderful addition to the River Fist if you do decide to make the journey with us. I, I like your, uh, just antics. Let's use that term. Find some, uh, coin for it in me and I'll be, uh, interested in tagging along. Always looking to make a couple oh. bucks. Oh, there's, there's no, uh. There's no, that's not in short supply up in, uh, up in the north. Um, plenty, plenty to go around. It's a community, but I think that, um, I think that it seems like my friend here has had quite a long day. Um, I'm happy to, it seems like you all have as well. I'm happy to, to keep watch. And I, I rested well last night, uh, after, uh, you know, after seeing that <laughs> I was uh, by myself, I kind of holed up and uh, got rest. But it uh, seems like Vagnon here has uh, had a little bit of a rough night. Seems like you all have as well. So I'm happy yeah, he, to keep watch. He got himself stabbed. It was uh, it's unfortunate. I see. He, he, uh, he had a bad one. Just need a little bit of downtime, rest my eyes, if you will. I appreciate it. And I stand up and start walking over to the cart. And I situate myself in the cart, like cross-legged with, just my double bladed scimitar across my chest, like in case anything moves. And I'm also putting Poe just circling constantly over me. Nice. 
Um, he just kind of takes a, a pot that he has like head over the fire and kind of like hand, like pulls it out to Rangrim and uh, Cosmo. It's just like this uh, kind of seared, um, like cured meats and like some kind of toasted bread now that's in there. It's like kind of soaked up some of the, the meat juices. And he's like, help yourself. Rangrim uh, takes one and walks right over to Red <laughs> and just puts his hand on his shoulder cast cure wounds on him and was like as a good headbutt eats the bread and then he falls asleep on the back of the donkey <laughs> cool um yeah red definitely appreciate that he's uh he was looking pretty fucking rough his shoulder his shoulder he's like it heals up and he's not as bloody now well, i guess his shirt would still be as bloody but he's not leaking yeah cosmo what are you doing um La- Cosmo is headed, you know, he kind of lays there in his I don't know, sleeping pad, whatever it is. Um it's a pretty restless night for him. I think he he's feeling really uh there's a lot of like grind. I don't he he had never really understood what uh the revivifists stand for and now for there's a lot of like confliction there where like you know he knows that he has power for some reason. He doesn't know why, um, but the very idea that um, Morden, the god that his father served as a paladin, could somehow come back, like, but he just doesn't understand why. Like, and nobody has an answer for him. At mm-hmm. least so far, nobody could tell him yeah. why or how or through who. Yeah. Um, and they're just like. They seem to be wandering around blind sharing a story that nobody knows why or how other than it's just an idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, so It's a pretty restless night for him. I don't think he doesn't sleep much. Okay. Um, take your point of exhaustion. I'm kidding. Uh, no, I think that's fine. Uh, no, so I'll say this. The little sleep you do have, you feel yourself, your mind being pulled back to your father's journal and some of the writings in there describing like the halls of Gontle, of golden grim and like just like traveling through it and you can just like you you feel like you're there and like you feel very connected um to that place and like that's just kind of like where, where your head's going is just like you're you're being pulled and you're like it's almost like you're walking down these corridors in golden grim and you're like looking for this like the right door and you're looking for like this answer and you just you don't find it and you're just you're kind of like that's I think that's how your restless night manifests is just this like search without answers and you're just like frantically going running through these corridors these golden corridors in this dwar ancient dwarven city and not finding where you're trying to go and that's kind of where you're at um but so at this point all the characters are asleep you're all you're all doing your thing and as an audience though this is what we see we see somewhere in a dark, damp place, we see a sudden light as a giant eye that's orange and green opens up and just glares into the darkness of this damp place. And we just hear the words, these deep, guttural words just say, Begin. And that's where we're going to end our episode tonight. That's not good. How about end? How about wait? How about crap?